on, got a new track, me and Pooh Boy in the back We be swimming like it's a lake, motherfuckers act so fake I be eating my souffle, I be eating creme brulee With your girl at the restaurant, what the heck you want? Check the menu, we be dominating all the venues I do not pretend to, only bring an example Motherfuckers still get trampled, they can't handle shit Like bicycles and icicles in April, shit is melting I felt things I never said, fuck it though, let's get this bread Not get into details about females in my Gmails And she trying to come through, selling pussy like it Retail, uh, nah, I don't ever pay for that. Flame it back. Motherfuckers know that we don't play, we rap. Pull up to the show and we just spark it. Shout out to my homies, that's Marcus. We bring it down to the darkest pits and came through lit off the shits. Uh, cop a zip, fuck the politics. I'm on some shit. Switch the beat up, I got my feet up on the field. How does this feel? It's like a cleat, I keep it real. Uh, y'all get deleted and ghosted. Motherfuckers know we don't turn them to toast. Let's get this shit and say cheers for all the years we cried tears. Uh, now I'm elevated. Elevating on all my hating ass peers uh. Now I told my teachers that thought that I would be lazy They could suck up on my dick SMD, that's me, baby uh. Space Mandela Forever keep Rihanna under my umbrella I gotta come and tell them Hola Felicia Hey Stop bumping my phone <laughs> My phone blowing up Come on You need to go home Get out <laughs> Call me Felicia <laughs> High school romance Aww. Now you got a boyfriend Come on I'm still a drug addict. Hold up. I need a fucking blow up. I need a fucking bang. I need some fucking rank. I need a bang. So when, when did you start rapping? Oh, man. I think uh, officially probably when I was like 16. Like at I school was, and shit? Yeah. So I was, I was playing drums at the time. That's how I like started in music. So I was in a band with uh, some of my older cousins. And some kids in like a couple grades older, and we would do like Coldplay covers, like Paramore, Simple Plan type of shit. That's cool. And we were at, I was in my second year of high school, and we were at like the auditions. Mm. And I see these two dudes step up to like present their their song, and it was, do you know Chase Wave? Yeah, Chase Dot Wave. It was Chase and his older brother Chad. Oh shit, Chase and Chad. And these motherfuckers, Chad was like. He was older. He was in like um, Sec 4 at the time. And he was like an R&B singer. And this dude had like, this guy has Chris Brown level vocals. Chops. Like I chops. Like soul chops. And when he would sing, like all the girls were just like, oh my God, like it's Chad. Like, bro, I saw these guys go mouth? up. Chase did the verses. Chad did the hooks. They did a clean ass song, Mad Energy. I was like, at that moment, I was like, yo, I need to get in on this shit. Like okay. that was hot. Oh, that was that, groovy. So, and that was like R&B rap. Yeah, exactly. And then I was like, I went to talk to them and Chase was saying he made the beat and stuff. They cook up in their pops' basement. I was like, yo, what's, what are you saying this weekend? You know, and we just started making these little like pop hits in his basement. So that's when it started and I got really into it. Oh, I shit. mean, before that, I, I, I was always like really good with poetry. I loved writing. And I equally like fell in love with hip hop before that, like through Andre 3000 and like G Unit and shit. Mm, I and used then, to call everybody G. G. Yo, what's yeah. up, G? Motherfuckers still be doing that. No, yo, we would call each other G I... unit. Legit. Yo, G unit. <laughs> oh, I used to call people yo, yo, my unit. <laughs> what's up, unit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember those, those days? Yeah, I remember those days, bro. I, I, I remember like my, my friends were like, yo, why you keep saying G unit? Like, that's, that's so whack. That's yeah. the coolest thing ever, dude. Yeah. Back then Fuck them. They don't understand. No. Okay, so they inspired you. It wasn't like fucking... That was like my first... I think that was like the first hip-hop ins inspirations I can like 
I can trace back <coughs> was definitely like out, hearing Outcast like blew my mind. Yeah, bro. Like, like wow. Um, what was that? Um, that album there, uh, Aquarius. Aquemini. Aquemini, dude. That shit changed my yeah, life. That shit, AT Aliens, <laughs> and then their albums they dropped after that were just incredible. Like yeah. Stankonia. Yeah, bro. Oh, uh, yo, shit. everything on uh, uh, um, fucking Outcast basically did is wild. Yeah, they broke a lot of barriers yeah. within hip hop and yeah. brought in a lot of jazz and like folky yeah. shit like, from even their the, roots. Even the way that they were marketed, mm-hmm. like it was not like there was like Andre who was like very much like I, I I guess you could call him more in tune with his feminine side. Absolutely, I guess. Yeah, 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 more sensitive. Yeah, and then introverted. There was, uh, big, big boy, big boy. All I remember is hey, yeah, yeah, that was the biggest one. Yeah, that yeah. was the big one. Yeah. These motherfuckers have tracks, man. They're just <laughs> crazy. But yeah, yeah, I got into that shit, and that like blew my mind. Mm. So I always, I think it like it just happened very naturally. It was like premeditated. My dad's like a a jazz fusion guitarist. Oh shit! So like I was, I had a lot of influences younger. Dope. When I found hip hop, it just like just made sense to me. That's like, dope as yeah. fuck. And um, um. I forgot a question, but I forgot. Uh, uh, were you always? Uh, was it always easy for you to like express yourself, like uh, like verbally? I mean, like uh, the gift of gab, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was always really good at writing. Like I had a few instances where we had to do little assignments, like in elementary school, and my teachers would like, I would write like eight pages when it was only supposed to be like one. Like I couldn't stop. Like once my mind started like telling stories, crazy. So I had like a big imagination. So my teachers would bring my mom in and be like, "Yo, this motherfucker's like spitting." Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> the kick is spit. Dude, this motherfucker spit. But yo, spitting. listen, I got thirty-eight eight students. You know, yeah, and I'm not reading eight, <laughs> eight pages, pages about a murderous snowman, <laughs> fucking frosty gone bad, you know, on heroin. Like it was crazy. Ah, so weird. I had that. I was always, I've always had good communication skills. That's for sure. Like okay, linguistics. Yeah. Like once I understand a language. But I mean, when I listen back to like my old freestyles and my voice notes and stuff, like compared to what I'm doing now, it's like trash. You know, like it, I was clearly like struggling. Like, I had these flows that were coming out, but the flows would never come with the words, or mm. I would write the words, and then I had trouble mm. delivering once I, like... And then you find yeah. you kind of find your own route and find yeah. a way to, like, smoothly display what you both. have. Because yeah. it's very important, the balance between, you know, the what you say and how it sounds. Oh, you know? big time. So, yeah. like, when I was, when, um, I was uh, younger, making music, like... Uh, I used to rap, but I got quickly got into the production side of things. Mm. And the way that like um, the rappers or vocalists that I worked with uh, got better really was uh, doing like just scratch vocals, basically yeah. letting melody lead before, you know, so like you go in the booth and you do a freestyle basically, but like not everybody's got a freestyle and coming up with words and shit. So like you literally just say nothing, you know, yeah. and uh, and then you go back, you listen to it and you're like, oh, yo, this I could say this here. Oh, I could say that there. Okay. You know? That's it. So you just go in, in the booth and you hum. You hum, yeah. yeah. Oh, Essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. I've gotten to the point where I actually like have done these freestyle competitions and shit like with yeah. live bands where basically like you can't really drop the ball. Like you can fumble a word or two. No one's going to notice. But if you, you got to pick yourself up like yeah. 10 times harder. Real fast. Yeah, because you're with a band. You can't fuck around, bro. It's There's pulse. Like you need to like start channeling and kind of yeah. like it's the whole aspect of like losing, like emptying your mind and kind of like getting into a stream of consciousness. Yeah. Instead of like overthinking, like mm-hmm. the way I see it is like when I started making music, the way I would view my process was how can I fit as many bars and words and uh. similes and metaphors in like <clears throat> in this four, eight bar stanza, you know? And then in more recent years, it's been all about tone and texture because that's the real shit. It's about how you're saying mm-hmm. it. Because I realized I've 
I have like six, 7,000 notes at least in my iPhone. That's not to mention the notebooks, the agendas that yeah, I filled with yeah. lyrics. How long have Should you had your napkins? iPhone? This iPhone? Well, it's like, oh, okay. it's like it's my iCloud. Cloud. Yeah, okay. so it's been okay. like probably like a good six years, this one. Okay, well. But at the, like, the thing is, the way I see it is like I've written so much. Mm. That stuff's like in the hard drive. So when you actually start channeling mm. and you like let go and surrender and you start flowing... It's like you're listening and you're saying, what does the beat or what does this band and what they're playing demand of me? Like, mm -hmm. what does it need from me? Mm -hmm. Instead of like imposing yourself mm -hmm. and being like, what can I stuff mm -hmm. onto this, you mm -hmm. know, just to make myself look good. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that changes everything, yeah. bro. That's like, it's that musical. creates, yeah, it's like a symbiosis. Mm -hmm. I like the, the analogy of like losing yourself. Because yeah. I feel like that's something that like uh, I was never able to do when I was, uh, you know, trying to rap. And this I'm talking like this yeah. 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But uh, I remember being a kid and just like I immediately like when I met real rappers, I was like, oh, shit, this shit is not for me. You know, like the ability like uh, Mike, uh, the singer uh, of uh, Clay and Friends, he, he yeah. Mike Clay, he um, like as soon as I met him, I I pretty much like okay, I'm gonna take care of the production and shit because like <laughs> the guy the guy was freestyling like crazy. We used to busk basically yeah, yeah. like uh, the, uh, downtown, and he would just like freestyle about like people walking by, you know, oh, like, okay, uh, like yeah, a pair yeah. of Jordans, this yeah. and catch people's attention, and then like we had like huge crowds. We would make actually quite a bit of money, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like maybe like uh, uh fifty bucks each for four hours, you know, yeah, which sick. was like for like your bro, you're trying to pay your rent, you're trying to eat. Yeah, that's, that's the best way to do it. I quit my job and I made music on the street, you know. Right. And um, it took some getting used to, but like, because like, you know, you're basically not begging for money, but it, it kind of like you're at the bottom of the of the of the yeah. of the society of chain. Course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, because you can. You, one person can walk by and be like, like yeah. feel something so deep in them, themselves and just fucking dump like sixty bucks on. Bro, you, we got you know, hundred like, sometimes. Yeah, Straight no way you got hundred. Swear to God, bro. Like on a bro, Friday, motherfuckers after, have money yeah. and no inspiration in their life think yeah. about that think about that's the that's the difference between like being rich and being wealthy you know yeah these guys have no fucking no fire no, no flame heart. left it's all just a loop yeah. and they get paid so they can go on vacation and they can make sure their girl's good and, and they their can dog's support good. their local artists yeah well, there you go but Yo, that's bro, what we, who we best, eat off of bro the best was uh bachelor parties and bachelorette parties you guys Those, would perform there no we would like Show be up? on the street and they would, oh, they would and walk they would by walk in a by wave, like wave of just like good humor, um, uh, a good like a good mood, yeah. and Nobody just money, like just <laughs> like willing to blow money, you know, they, like yeah. they just bought like a G of cocaine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're yeah, on yeah. one, you know, they're like, yo, man, my cousin, bro, he's a record producer, and here's a hundred dollars, man. Yo. And then, bro, at some point, this guy, bro, like he like walked by, gave us like a twenty, and then came back and gave us a hundred, and it was no a bachelor way. party. And that then he gave wild. us a blow up doll and some weed and some and some a blow up doll. Yeah, we what? had a blow up doll. And just just out of curiosity, did you toss that blow up doll? After yeah, yeah, we you? tossed it. We tossed okay. it. After really, you took a hit. Really... <laughs> yeah, I hit that. I hit. Took that. a bump and then just went into the alley and just got just got, got rid of some tension. You know? Let's just say that she had a name by the end of the night. Okay, okay, yeah. that's sick. But that's wild because I saw you like. At the very beginning stages of your music career, you know what I mean? In that Kodanesia apartment, in the fucking ghetto ass shit. It was a grow house, essentially. Yeah, I, I used to live in a grow house. He used to live in a grow house, and I would like go yeah, and visit man. him, and uh, it was fucking. I we, saw. We him. grew, we grew good weed, man. Yeah, yeah, you grew good weed. Hydroponic, bro. I had friends that were like, like uh, fucking really into the whole like structure of it all, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, so, like, yeah it was a good like, setup. The, the technology was 
was there. Was there. <laughs> the yeah. technology was there. It was like the nicest room in that apartment was the girl house room. beautifully lit room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is wild. And now you're, you know, semi-successful. Now you know, my thing, yeah. But you see, that's the thing. Like, uh, just trying to, I, it's important to just try to get by until you find what you're what you're looking for don't settle for don't settle for like a, just a good job if you don't love it you know what i'm saying That's straight I think up, like man. being able to but but you 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 went through the grind of like not eating bro yeah because you were telling to... me you, you would go like go to bed hungry and shit yeah man yeah bro yo if you want to have it your way in life you gotta be ready to eat shit yeah that's literally it if you want to have it someone else's way and live under somebody else's jurisdiction yeah and do what they need from you and feed their pockets every day, yeah. then you can just relax at the end of the day and like you don't have any responsibilities yeah. and you don't have to make sure there's food on your plate. Exactly. Somebody else feeds you. Exactly. Bro, um, like I remember being a kid and going, going to Algeria and it was like the amount of struggle there really made me realize, you know, I guess it's the same thing for you when you went back home, you know, it's like, or if you go pretty much like any two-thirds of this world if you go there yeah like, you could really see a sense of struggle that you will not experience here and as soon as you feel that you understand when you come back here bro how privileged you are and the privilege lies in what the the freedom that you have to do things that you want bro you can a music career bro Facts. that's wild insane. it's insane people can't even fathom bro. this shit bro i was just talking with my homie about this yesterday one of my old friends i haven't seen in a long time we got together at a little barbecue and stuff I was talking about this one time I was in an Uber, like, you know, I was at a show or something going back to the crib, like late at night, like, you know, like 4 a.m. type of shit. You know, I'm like kind of wavy, having a good time, but always like in control. You know, I was in like a good balanced state. I wasn't like fucked up out of my mind. I get in there. My homies basically like, uh, yo, I'm not going to this crib anymore. Like, I'm going to go back to my place. So like I had already set the trip. So I was like, OK. So I was like, logically, like, I'm going to go back in the app and I'm going to just like re-put in the new address and the dude was just saw me do it and he was just like bro you know how many people don't know they can do that and come in here drunk screaming at me to go to another address when they uh, could just put it in the app and help me out like yeah. and i was like i was like yeah dude so like that was just like the start of the ride we ended up dropping my homie off sending that like span between my homie's crib and my crib i don't know like i guess he felt like it was like a cool space to like talk you know we started getting into a deep ass story so essentially he was from syria and he was like forced to go into war and stuff and like be part of the military and obviously he hated it. they have no choice they had no choice for anything in his life you know and one day he was sitting there and like they were just eating lunch and his best friend got popped like head exploded like right next to him jesus fucking everything oh on him God, yeah yeah, yeah and he's like fuck this shit he like he dips he's like i'm gonna fucking find a way like to get to north america so he went to like, I think he got to Europe first for a bit, slept in like trash cans, ate like garbage just to survive straight up. Like illegally went to New York. Yeah, yeah, no, he's illegally going everywhere, oh. bro. This guy's not allowed to go anywhere. He finally like gets on a boat and ends up getting here. And he's like in such like dire condition that they have to basically resuscitate him. Like they have to take him in because they're like, this is a human being because yeah. we have rights here and people yeah, care yeah. like at least a bit you know yeah so this dude meanwhile in that process he was able to like find somebody to fill out all his papers for him and he was actually granted citizenship oh, wow. because of the amount of time he had to be in the hospital was also like a miracle uh, so like this like his cards were handed to him and like you know he had to literally eat shit yeah like got infected he was like on the verge of dying he basically homeless, here, yeah. just like a homeless survived person. Yeah. bro got here 
He's like, I got my family here. He was like, I drive Uber. I take my kids to Disneyland once That's a year. Fucked. He was like, I live in paradise. That's and he's fucked. like, when these white girls fucking come into my Uber in the winter saying how cold it is and they're in like $800 Canada goose coats, he was like, that shit like, fuck, that shit gets me mad. Like they have no idea. And that shit changed a lot for me, bro. I think yeah. I was like 20, 21 at the time. Really? That conversation? Yeah. And then he really? dropped me off. He's like, how old are you? I was like, oh, I'm like 20. And he was like, no fucking way, dude. I was like, yo, bro, have a great night. And we just like dipped. We were just like brothers in that moment, you know? Oh my God, that's beautiful. Dude shared his whole like story with me. And I was like, that's amazing to hear, dude. Yeah, cab stories are fantastic. I was so inspired after yeah. that. I was like, dude, what the fuck yeah. am I complaining for? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we struggling artist. I have the privilege of being a exactly. fucking struggling artist. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Also, like, I remember a time where you could, like, pay rent in Montreal and and, and get away with it, you know? Like, uh, you could pay rent. Like, it was, like, seven fifty, bro, I was paying, I think, for, like, a four and a yeah, five and a half. That's crazy. You know? yeah, that's wild. And, like, part of that, we were growing, you know? So, that covered half no yeah. or something? Yeah, like, the whole thing almost. Like, you oh, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 maybe, not, maybe not at first, but, man, yeah, fuck yeah, man. And, like, I was, like, you know, uh, busking and shit, and I was able to pay rent. Now forget about it, bro. Yeah. Now forget about it. Totally. It's crazy how, like, the wages are just so, so shit. Yeah. Like, what is the minimum wage? It's I think like it's 17 like, or something. No. no, bro. It's like 13 bucks. Still yeah, it's like thirteen bro. twenty-five. Somebody Google this shit. Yo, yeah. yo. Somebody Google this Jamie. Shit. Oh no, you have to touch ID. Why? Why are you doing this? Yo, oh, um, that lady, that lady at McDonald's. If you're watching this, which you probably are, I forgive you. It's fine. We're good. You bitch. We're good. Me and my homies, we forgive you. <sighs> I wish you a blessed day. That's your karma. Okay. Yo, so where did the where did the name Pool Boy? Where'd you pull that inspiration from? I don't know, bro. All I know is that is it like billiards deep. or is it like swimming or is it both? I think it's a bit of both. Playing man. billiards in the swimming pool. If like I could tell you exactly where the name came from, my friend had a. Oh, it's fourteen bucks. Fourteen bucks. 14 we were bucks. It's a medium between. Bad. The yeah. But 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 something else I want to say before you jump into your story. A lot of companies online, they're like, um, they give like entry level salaries, okay. like thirty five k, and they're like with ten years of experience. So even like employers, are, employers, <laughs> like, what's going on? Employers are also like, they don't want to pay a salary. Yeah, like salaries are the only things that have been stagnant for the past like twenty yeah. years. Yeah, everything else went up. Yeah, that's why I always say it's it's always both. It's it's like yes, people are lazy and they don't want to work, but also people don't feel valued because the minimum wage is still shit and living no, expenses. Exactly, are exactly. like you can't like crazy. Yeah. Like it's both. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just you creating a polarity and a clash. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't afford a minimum wage job or a low salary Bro, job. Bro, I went to the fucking yeah. gas it. station. I bought a, uh, a bag of candies and a coffee. It cost me like $10, bro. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anything for $10 is a steal. Yeah, anything, seriously. Dude. Seriously. I remember, bro, like, uh, cigarettes, man. Oof, cigarettes, you guys are getting destroyed, eh? It's I mean, 15? I stopped. I stopped I stopped buying packs. I smoke a cigarette here and there. Yeah, I'm not you guys. I'm not, I've never smoked cigarettes. Yeah, you shouldn't. It's disgusting. Nah, I've never bought cigarettes. Oh, uh, yeah. I've smoked. He's you know, a clean like, boy. On occasion. Uh, but, but you've, uh, you've like, probably never really enjoyed a cigarette. No, exactly. Well, it's, no, twice. Both times I was drunk out of my mind, and it was a euphoric experience. I can't even cap. 
it's that's a dangerous. Sacred, yo, it's a sacred plant, okay? I think like it's mm, like the tobacco. Yeah, but the what to- about all the fucking other shit they put in there? No, no, no. But I think it's sacred a, a lot of a, a lot of the other shit. It, it comes in the plant, you know. But what they do is like a, it's a lot of like uh, I don't know, cult- cultivating this certain, I guess maybe strains that are like more potent and nicotine and shit like that. Yeah, but totally. like the tobacco plant is just like toxic by itself you know like natural tobacco is not less cancerous than uh, uh, uh non-natural tobacco yeah but then there's nicotine too that's the thing yeah nicotine is not added either it's part of yeah. the plant but what i was trying to say is the the native people of this land like they uh, consume the plant with like like a certain sense of like a sacredness you know to it and the like my friend was telling me this it's like kind of like how racist cigarettes are you know like mm. basically just like the white man comes in uh, uh, gives it to a whole bunch of factory workers so they yeah. work more you know what I'm saying and just abuse the shit out of it so like it was never meant what I'm trying to say is basically like it was never meant to be yeah. consumed in this way you know what I'm saying I think like those two euphoric moments that you had smoking cigarettes I think that's what it's meant for more than like wake up every morning smoke a cigarette and, and yeah. then you know what I'm saying we've we've literally removed the sacredness in almost everything, man. Absolutely. And that's, you know what the root of that is that I've discovered in my own life? It's intention, doing things with intention. Nobody does mm. shit with intention. We do things blindly. Mm. We consume blindly. Mm. We take we take everything for granted mm-hmm. because we're not actually like immersed in the experience and being present. Mm-hmm. That's like, I, I did Ramadan for the last two years. That shit uh-huh. changed like my my view on so much shit. Like shit. Yeah. You're more Muslim than Adele and I combined yeah. together. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, like my yeah, my gramps actually he was from Wales. He was like a Welshman. I love that. And he ended up like traveling the world and like fell in love with Islam and stuff. Really? Yeah, very interesting. So my aunts and my mom, they like they fast every year, you know. They like bend the rules a bit, you know. Yeah, drink a little water, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, if they always told me like, don't put too much pressure on yourself, but I took it fucking seriously, bro. Like I was trying to like for me. Yeah, dude. I I've just had a lack of discipline in my life, and I realized it's one of the biggest things holding me back, and I can't make excuses for it anymore. And say I don't have the resources, I don't have the time. Like Mm -hmm. it's literally the lack of discipline. You're your own worst enemy when it comes. Yeah, man. And when you do that, the practice, these like spiritual practices, you know, it's like whoa, bro. It's like humbles the shit out of you, and also makes you realize how beautiful everything is that you have and how privileged you are. Yeah, you you do feel a little high when you're fasting. There is a very sober high that comes with it there there's like i read like certain books like i read the wisdom of insecurity by alan watts i read um like i like you can read a lot because you kind of have to fill in your days doing things that like are not super intensive but yeah. that require focus so that you can kind of create like a separate a separation between you and the the feelings of hunger you know mm-hmm. so reading is like i did some crazy deep reading and writing and like these like the meditation sessions you get into are like on another level for sure. For sure. When you're completely fasted, there's nothing in your body. Like you're straight. It's like you in your head, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you in your head. It's yeah. sick. It's sick the, 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 the science behind fasting is fascinating as well. Yeah. yeah like man. the cell, like how your cells, I read a whole book. like, yeah. yeah, like your cells are more like resilient to like cancer and stuff yeah. because like basically when you eat, your cells have to like open up, like the membrane of mm-hmm. each cell becomes like, uh, it, it, it could like accept food for example, yeah, you know, right. carbs, for example, yeah. whatever. But when you're fasting, the cell doesn't need to open up. And it, so it becomes like more like stoic, I guess, more like it. 
stays yeah. closed, you know? So that makes it more resilient. Like, pe- people who fast often, like, every day, like, uh, inter- intermittent fasting, for example, yeah, have more, like, chances to um, su- survive cancer. There's uh, um, amazing new studies with of uh, co- combining, like, chemotherapy, people that do chemotherapy and fasting. Yeah. In the sense that, like, when you do chemo, a lot of it's your like cells die. But like if you uh, do chemo in a fasted state, yeah. then like your cells have more chances of like not getting destroyed yeah. by chemo. You know? Yeah, the craziest like everything we put in our body is like downloaded, you know. And we usually we don't really realize like the depth of like everything we eat and mm. like you know. I'm nasty, bro. Yeah, no, I get you, but bro, it's like, I get I eat candy like yeah. I like because me it's the weed. Like I'm like yeah. I'm gonna go buy a ba- bag of candy. Right bro, now. listen, okay, listen to this. My my aunt just passed away this year. She got diagnosed with stage four cancer seven years ago. Um, and she was given like months to live, basically, the doctor said. Oh, like, shit. She literally changed her whole being. Like she changed everything she ate. She like cut out meat, salt, like sugar, went straight organic. She literally like fought that war for seven years, yeah. bro. Yeah, she cool. also throughout that process, not just her eating habits changed, but her whole like outlook on life and her spirituality. And she became open. She started like healing things from the past that she had avoided and all of this like was helping her heal big time but sadly you know it was too late like when mm. she got diagnosed what kind of with cancer stage, was it? I think it was breast cancer it started and oh, then like shit. the tumors kind of started spreading and oh, her arms and her neck and stuff yeah it's it was vicious dude but just to say like there's a lot of like power we can have you know by helping our body and yeah like, becoming more self-loving and not holding on to things like all these things like are emotionally and like energetically downloaded into mm-hmm. our into our body. Mm-hmm. It's crazy on a cellular level. Yeah, there's like a, um, you know, stress hormones. When like, let's say you, let's say you have a relationship. You're with a girlfriend, and uh, when you come home, like you're on your way back home, and you don't have like the maybe the best relationship where there's like certain things that like you haven't maybe faced in the relationship so like mm-hmm. already like you know what when you're gonna get back home like you know it might be like it might not be the best vibe for example okay yeah not saying that it's super toxic like what the fuck have you been? but like let's say it's not the best vibe okay so like subconsciously not only like are you like facing that subconsciously on your way back home mm-hmm. right yeah. subconsciously like you're not even aware of it yet you're only aware of it basically when you open the door let's say you know yeah. during all that time it's like there are real life consequences inside the chemistry of your body, you know, literally like hiding things, stress hormones st- st- like will be in your body. And what does that do? It makes you more alert and whatever. Yes. It's like more of like a, you yeah. get into survival mode, but it's also very like, I guess, damaging to, to a certain extent. And it like creates. Toxic. So like the thing I'm realizing through all these like spiritual things I've done with the fasting and like deep meditation and shit, psycho- psychedelic experiences, especially psychedelics changed my life. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. Shrooms for the better, of course. Shrooms Man, is when I when I realized that I wanted to make music for the rest of my life. Yeah, I swear to God, dude, I was like tripping. I was looking yeah. at myself in the mirror. I was like maybe like eighteen, and yeah. it was like heavy doses, like three point five. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we were just boys. You know, like I haven't done that many shrooms in so long. Like now yeah, when I do I shrooms, it's like a gram that. max or yeah. a gram point five during a whole day. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. But I need to conquer that fear. I guess it's like part of me is, is fearful. It's resistant. Like, oh, do I really want to? Yeah. Do I really want to get this high? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I know what comes with it. You know, like yeah. the breaking of barriers at first, because like, you're resisting. Yeah. I cry the almost shame. every time. Yeah. When when I take a so when I took a three point five, bro, like I I'm always like teary eyed, laughing yeah. or both. Crying. Yeah, you literally can cry. You're literally in the middle of the stream sometimes, yeah. and one side is laughing yeah. and one side's crying, and you're like, it's all the same. Yeah. 
but it's not like I'm never like really sad on shrooms. Okay. Okay. You know? I feel a lot of heaviness for sure sometimes, yeah. depending where I am Me, and what I have like, to deal with. Or or exactly. I feel the pressure of like sometimes I just get hit with this huge like feeling of like life is just fucking hard and it never stops. Yeah. And I would love to just not Yeah. Like not. I would love to be freed of this like yeah. body and like yeah. the weight that it has to all the shit it has to deal with. But definitely the, the <laughs> depends on the vibe. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I hate pure. having to deal yeah. when with shit like that. So like shrooms is the kind of drug that I'll take. I'll be at a party, for example, and I'll be like, hey, man, let's get out of this joint. Yeah, you know? Go for a walk. Let's just go for a walk. Yeah, man. Everyone's like, bro, we just got here. What are you talking about? I'm like, chain I like to. I think taking them outdoors in nature is so therapeutic. Uh-huh. But the thing is also like I got hit with like the last time I did that, I went up to Rod and my family has like a little chalet there. I, I just Rod. went on a nature walk. I took like a 0.7 and I just went on a walk. And it was the most beautiful path. But, like, I got hit with this bittersweet, like, feeling of this is so beautiful. I love nature. And, like, I want to help it. But it was, like, crying back to me. Like, yo, like, I need a lot of help, bro. Like, I was seeing, you know, like, dying trees, these patches. And, like, just how the forest is not taken care of. And mm. people don't really give a fuck. And I'm mm. hearing, like, car motors go by. Yeah. And it used to not be like that when I used to go there and we were kids. Like, yeah. so much more developed now. And, mm. like, you see the land suffering. So I, I had to feel all of that, you know? As much as I sat there and like put my feet in the stream and I was like, I'm so connected and rooted with all this shit. And it I was writing beautiful shit. The same time it was like saying back to me, like, yo, now that you're listening, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Payback. Yeah, yeah. like we're, we're fucked out yeah. here. Yeah. It's true that you could depending on on your vibe on shrooms, you yeah. could like or have see 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 things through a lens of beauty, really yeah. pure beauty, or decrepit motherfucking sadness Cause, sadness because your mind can darkness. go either way yeah bro at, at some point i've already t- told this story on the podcast i think last episode but like anyways long short, story short i was high on shrooms same night i think that i cried and looking at myself in the mirror yeah. realizing that i wanted to make music for the rest of my life it at some beautiful. point it was like towards the, the the end of the night like i look at my shoes and my my my, my friend had borrowed them to go outside or yeah. to do something and then i look at my shoes and i am convinced that they are completely broken yeah that he like uh, 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 like, the up yeah like shit. walked in a puddle of mud or something yeah. and and then i'm like yo justin what the fuck bro? look at these shoes and then he's super high and then he looks at he's like yo dude i'm so sorry man he literally like saw exactly and the next day dude the shoes were mint bro <laughs> they was like the same shoes <laughs> he picked up on your tone and he was like wow yeah, yeah exactly, this is the reality exactly. of the situation right now that's hilarious but yeah bro it's crazy the perception um, of things no but me, you say that makes makes his story maybe that nature wasn't hurting yeah yeah but it, yeah. it, it all nature depends wasn't on hurting it, your lens and your perception and mindset on life is going to influence your trip every fucking yeah. time both bro. things are true you know yeah it is beautiful and it is and that's dying. why yeah, for yeah. me they've helped me heal so much because i used to every time i take them like i would have these beautiful experiences but i would always get hit with like this hit this brick wall of resistance at the beginning you know like mm-hmm. this inner yeah. tension of like what the fuck do i do now i need to do something i need to utilize i started like analyzing it because you can when you're on these things you can kind of step outside and look at yourself and you're, i'm like why do i feel all these pressures like yeah why do i feel like i need to be productive yeah, yeah because when yeah. i'm on shrooms i literally just want to sit outside lie yeah. in the grass and breathe like yeah. deep yeah and and then i start getting ideas and inspirations and stuff but it's like i felt like i had to do something i felt like i had to be around people and i always wanted to be alone when i was on them so i learned to like work with them mm. where i understand that a lot of people are like afraid of the experience because it like it'll shake you out of your comfort zone like for sure. every time yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure and every you need time. to be safe yeah you need to be safe right I, yeah. I i know people that have died like because of like you know they drowned yeah. you know 
Yeah, you go in water, you convince you're like one with the water. You're like, I'm yeah. one with the water. You fucking drown, bro. For I, sure. I do it. I, yeah, I do it in safe environments for sure, for bro. For sure. Like, it's cool. I to trust myself on exactly, them. Honestly. Exactly. But I don't take like five. I take like one to two grams of really good shrooms exactly. that I know are going to hit. Exactly. There's no, like, it's I have a consistent plug. There's no fucking around. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to like maybe take one or maybe they're not strong. So I'll take two, three, four, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's where people fuck up, yeah, bro. Exactly. You, you handful of five of shrooms. Like, and also, bro. You might drown. Yeah, but also, bro, like, <laughs> the, the, like the thing is, if it was my first time doing shrooms, I wouldn't do it alone. Obviously not, you know, because yeah. that's probably like a lot to handle, you know. Yeah. But um, for some people, if I know you people take a gram too much, bro. Yeah. What's gonna happen, really? Yeah. You're gonna get high. You're gonna think that a couple things. You might have a good trip. Might have a bad trip. You know, you're gonna wake up. Yeah. You know, it's not like these like fucking amphetamines yeah. or these fucking opiates you know what i'm saying where you actually have to face a real danger of like dying bro you, you know. could my friend bro he took 10 grams of shrooms if not more that's bro. a heroic dose if not more bro he was in la at, uh no uh was he in uh, i think he was in the san fran you just end up melting into the ground for a bit and he went to a to a to a therapeutic session so like this old woman who does this in his house in her house and uh, he was supposed to take shrooms before no, he takes the shrooms there, you know? 10 grams. 10 grams. She's she prescribed, prescribed 10, gra- 10 grams. <laughs> San Francisco <laughs> therapeutic. She's doctor. like, your ego's way too big. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. like a fucking three yeah. pounds in the face. This guy is like, you know, the, the nicest dude uh, ever. You know what I'm saying? And it was suggested by his parents and stuff who are actually were pretty strict. But he, I think his sister had like a very good experience yeah. uh, in, in LA and it really changed her. And her parents were like, oh my God, like shrooms work. But his... That is very Muslim, and uh, his mom was not strict, but like you know, abided by the Muslim like strictness of his, of yeah. his dad. You know, so it was, yeah. it wasn't the, like like him smoking weed was catastrophic. You know, but and this and these people got changed their mind about shrooms. Just goes well, to I show. I mean, dude, the science, oh, yeah. the, the science it was, behind it's it. Ridiculous. It's I ridiculous. showed my mom. She was like, she felt weird about it for years, and then we ended up like doing a little like point five together at our country house at some point. It was so cute. Like, That's so. But it took years. Adorable. Like I showed her like the, all the Paul Stamets, the speeches he gives, like all the all the fucking tests, like now with therapy and and PTSD and addiction. Like it's crazy. It's literally a loop breaker. Yeah, dude. Shrooms, like, but uh, ten grams. I would never. People like come to me like, like. Kind Asking. of as like a shaman in a way, yeah, because they like know that I have experience with it, and they're like, okay, and like I tell them everything they want to know, you know, I give them some like. Do you consider yourself a shaman? I feel like I have sh- shamanic abilities, and I feel like music is like highly related to that as well. Mm. Like you're curating the vibes, like yeah. the shaman. If you look, I've watched a couple documentaries on shamanism and like you know these like these ways of living and healing people, and it's like somebody who's been chosen to go on the other side that has to deal with all this shit. So he knows how to like takes other people there, you know. Mm. It's like you're literally yeah. the cross. You cross between worlds using these like sacred plant medicines, and you help other people go there and extract things and like go through you're there. The, you're the chosen one. Yeah, I in guess. a way, in a way, in a way. It's, in it's a about sense. healing. It's about healing. I, th- I think uh, that's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it's about love. And music is one of the biggest healing. Bro, I was watching this documentary Dude, on music? sound, like this the science behind sound healing and Crazy. stuff. Like, this doctor literally healed this woman's cancer by doing sound bowl stuff. Like, it's crazy, man. Like, the frequencies he was putting into her body changed her whole molecular structure. Fuck. It's crazy, bro. Yo, is that in um, people that uh, can't remember shit? Amnesia. Yeah. Not amnesia. Fucking uh, (laughs) Uh, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Yeah. 
Bro, these people, like, they, they don't remember their own kids, okay? Yeah. And they play a song, a song. of, like, the, when their favorite song when they were 25, and they Brings know the back. lyrics, and they sing the song, bro. Oh, it yeah. goes into the hard drive and starts retrieving information from that time because yeah. of, the th- like, the thick experience that it created, yeah. just like a psychedelic experience. Yeah. It literally latches on to you and creates, like, a new loop breaker, you know? Like, the positive uh, yeah. experience can, like, literally take away the like the traumatic negative experience you know yeah in your timeline i i wonder like why and this is why i think it's it's very difficult for me to not believe that there's like a higher something you know Mm -hmm. because because you know if we just rely on evolution we should just be like we like what what explains music you know like in the in the in the arc of just purely evolution we change like you know certain things change yeah. over time to adapt us to like music has nothing to do with survival music you know is so saying? meta bro music is some other shit music is what takes people places you know like, like why are moving. we like we're so blessed with this experience like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm maybe some animals have like a certain type like maybe birds or whatever like they, they maybe like they communicate with like a certain musical thing. oh yeah bird songs but, are crazy but yeah slow down bird songs you should check that online that's trippy as fuck it's i'm sure ba- fuck. and put it backwards it's trippy as fuck because yeah. you realize like how because like, some birds like they go fucking quick their you melodies are insane yeah. they're do literally do hitting do 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 one consistent and- melody every time like yeah. i don't care what anybody thinks this is my song yeah 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 i take inspiration from birds bro i fuck with that you should like uh listen to <laughs> slow down bird songs online it's fucking wild electroacoustic shit we'll make a beat with some slow but uh what happened to the 10 grandma friend Yo, 10 grams, okay? So yeah, t- check yeah, this out. This, this is actually rocked. fucking... This is actually this fucking... Rock. Uh, this guy got Chris Rock. Loudest Bro, bird. this motherfucker. Listen to this motherfucker. Can you get... Oh, we can't hear. <laughs> What's that on her fucking face? No, that's fake, dude. No, bro, bro. This is the loudest bird. That's fake. It's like the Hunger Games. Like the, it sounds like, like, a, like the Hunger Games a lot. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yo, this loudest bird. It, it, it sounds like a fucking com- like a, a computer in the eighties, bro. <laughs> that sounds like if I heard that. In public, and I was just walking. I would think that's like the purge. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Like, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I'm gone, dude. I'd be like, okay, oh I'm taking God. all my money out at the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah right now, right now, we're done. <laughs> Yo, 125 dBs. You know how loud that is? It's yeah, exactly. That would that, hurt. That's, un- that's unsafe. Imagine bro. being under that tree. You're just walking by, like lost oh! in the forest. You just fucking drop to the ground. This motherfucker. He's just got like a fucking dangling thing. It's like a turkey. It's like yeah, it's a like a turkey little gob, 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 gobble, gobble. Call gobble. that thing a gob? Gobble, gobble, dude. That's fucked, dude. You guys need to loop this uh, bird sound. That, dude, I will kill myself. I will kill myself. I will actually kill myself. So, yo, the, the 10, the 10 gram, gram. Uh, story. Uh, this yeah. guy, okay, dude, this is her fucking... And That's, this is how fucked up LA is, okay? She's this is, sick that whoever this lady is, I hope she gets reprimanded for what she did because 10 grams is dangerous as fuck. <laughs> well, not, yo, you won't die from it, but ten, you'll have a fucking actual, like... No, you, but you could. 
you could die by fucking losing your mind and running yeah. out in the street. Well, that's the thing. Because she... it's lava and the car is just like, what the No, but you get yeah, psychosis exactly. if, so, if you're schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah, yeah trigger, exactly. It so, can trigger but, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But this is the story. Okay, so this, yeah. this guy, okay, meets with her a day before or a couple days before. So she gets like a pulse on things, okay? And then she's like, um, cool. Cool. Couple days later, she he, he, he <laughs> she got a pulse. That was the shortest story. <laughs> no, no, she gets a pulse. Okay, cool. She like you know gets to know each other, and then he comes back, and then he gets tied to a chair. No, no, I swear, tied to a chair. Madam, with, what are you doing, madam? With, yeah, and then with uh, with uh, uh, covers over his eyes. <laughs> He's trying to get another pulse. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's trying to get another pulse real quick. She's like, <laughs> She's like now take off your pants. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Give you the mushroom. So wear the shrooms. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Imagine you take ten grams, bro, and you wake Can't up. Wait. The girls giving you a sloppy toppy. You're just like, no. Your dick's happening? not getting hard after ten grams. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm pre- I would. I think. I think, dude, that if you're in the right vibe, you would get the hardest you've ever been on. But 10 the grams. vibe has to be so yeah, perfect. Dude, good, dude. Your yeah. mushrooms, mushrooms. Like any like, weird vibe on mushrooms. Oh, yo, yo, yeah, yeah, and like have like, a panic <laughs> attack. When sound you made, you're just like, yeah, mm. like, you're like, oh, it's true. We're human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yo, this guy gets uh, tied up to a chair and he uh, can't see anything because he has like a thing over his eyes. And the ear, and the he ear put, things too. And he she puts uh, headphones on. Oh, oh, actually, no, no, no. She plays music in the in the in the in the house, and she's basically playing like uh, she has like a whole playlist that's like five hours long, and it's like it starts slow and stuff, and it's a lot of like uh, like kind of like movie trailer uh, movie. Uh, music, so textural like, background like, stuff, like yeah. very like just like at a uh, spa, you know. And uh, bro, he at first man was tripping balls, and uh, he realized that he just had to let go. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. ha- just like had to like yeah. a completely abandon. Like you know that you're getting on the worst, like not or the worst or the best ride of your life. Basically, yeah. you need to be like, okay, yo, this is taking over. I can't be scared. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because then if you resist, you start having a bad trip. That's how you get bad trips. You have yeah. to understand. And if, and I think the fact and he, apparently, bro, he was there just like. Just like crying, you're like, having just, like mind orgasms, dude. Like, like your was, brain is just having neurogenesis the, the, at that point. The things that he would see because he was blindfolded apparently was like out of this world. Yo, he was seeing like I get, I don't remember exactly, but what, but I could totally imagine it being crazy. Yeah, shit. yo, honestly, like we were talking about doing things intentionally, which is like a big part of that is doing things ritualistically. I had like a little thing I would do every time I would take shrooms. Like I would make my like two grams in the tea, you know, with ginger and lemon. So it's like soothing on the belly. I would like take it either like start reading a book or like doing some yoga or some shit, just stretching out. And then it would start hitting. And I would literally just lie down super dim lights or no lights, put my headphones on with like, you know, your 437 hertz, like the sound bowl shit, like yeah. And I would close my eyes, bro. And I had visions, dog. Like, I had crazy visions. Yeah. I was on a beach with my deceased grandmother holding hands. Like, I looked at her. I was there. Like, it was crazy, bro. Like, it was like almost some fucking near-death experience shit. That's fucking I sick. saw myself holding my own child. That was so weird. I was looking at, like, a mini me. And I was just sobbing. Was actually just I was human- sobbing, dude. I could not. Like, this shit, it was just putting me through all these things. I had these visions of, like... <laughs> I saw this big, like, motherly, like, mother nature, like, cosmic, like, goddess figure. And she was just, like, letting out all these pods. And then when I looked closer at the pods, they were all the people I've ever met. And it's just, like, the message that was being relayed at the same time was, like, we're all babies. Yeah, we're all babies. Our parents are babies, bro. Our grandparents were babies with less information. Yeah. Like, 
you can't be mad at anyone. Like people only had the tools and resources yeah. they had, you know? Mm. It was crazy. The, the, the thing with the, you holding your own baby, do you think maybe it was just you, but as a young boy? I have no idea. It felt like all of it. I couldn't explain or, or quantify and understand the experience. I was, like I said, I was just sobbing. It was maybe my inner child and also my future child and that they're like the same person, you know, mm. like, I don't know, bro. It was crazy. It was like, but yeah, if you, there's certain pods. there's certain rituals you can go through to like really get the best out of that sacred for plant sure. medicine for, for sure. Oh, uh, dude, it makes it easy. Yeah, shrooms make it easy. Like yeah. if you think like you know like like fasting and stuff. They're there like, for you. Yeah, spiritual awakening through religion and fasting and like you know like. Uh, that is like the hard way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Psychedelics can, can be a fast track, but it but it is a little bit risky depending on your personal state where you're yeah, at in life, yeah. how balanced you are mentally. Like one thing I realized, like I was saying, when I was like I was experiencing this resistance when I used to take them, you know, and it was it was shitty. It made the trip shitty, you know. I always had to come down and find a way to justify mm. and understand why I was feeling like that. And it just came down to like the bigger thing, the bigger scope is that I didn't feel at home in my own body Mm. and i feel there's so many people who are stuck Mm -hmm. and like they just feel stuck in their body they don't create like a a, an environment for like healing and Mm -hmm. like openness you know they're judging others they're judging themselves they have all these like tensions everywhere you know and it's layered and shrooms help me like one layer at a time take off Mm -hmm. take off that one once i was just like coming down and i was like in the shower and instead of just like washing myself I started feeling every single part of my body and like started like self-massaging. And I was like, I never do this. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never once in my life, I've built up years of tension and I never check in. Like, why, why? And I started to feel like I even had like a moment with my dick, bro. I was like, how many times have I put you in like compromising situations and not respected you? I was like, I'm sorry. I literally was like, for real. You I looked at every body part. Like it was like yeah. a motherfucker in my team. Yeah. In my unit, you know, yeah, in my yeah, yeah. G unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> G unit. Yeah, man, that shit is real. Mm-hmm. And people don't feel good in their own homes. Yeah. And that your outer space is a reflection of your inner space. Absolutely. When you see like the, just the amount of shit people put down their throats, me the first, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, But then you take a little shrooms. It's like, <laughs> yeah, man. And nice. when I was a kid, I, I, uh, I used to smoke cigarettes and I had like a, a phase and then I took shrooms and I, the next day I just quit. I'm telling you, bro, Boom. the studies for addiction are insane. Heroin, based all this trauma. shit. Yo, ketamine as well. Ketamine, have you ever tried ketamine? I've never tried ketamine, nah. Bro, People ketamine, are telling me like DMT it. and ketamine, you gotta try it. Yeah, because ketamine apparently can go dark really fast. Yo, ketamine, ketamine I, used to, I used to hate it. So I have a crazy K-hole story. Like I used to drive uh, without a license and uh, I did uh, ketamine at like, it was like 12 p.m. Yeah. My boy came through the house. And I had to go somewhere. So in Dorval, there you a rond point. It was 12 p.m. 12 p.m. Smack dab middle of the day. So I I, I I did cocaine back then. So I thought it was a cocaine standard, like line levels, you know? I was a boy. I didn't know okay. what the fuck it was. You and know less ketamine is obviously way, less. way more. So you need to take less, yeah. yeah so yeah. like I took, I took too much. So like I go in the car. Ketamine takes about like four minutes to really hit ish, you shit, know? Four minutes. Fast. So I go in the car like a dumbass. I was young. I was a young boy. And, uh, that was a bassy ass burp, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes. But the uh, level was exquisite. I, um, me and the bird should get together and do a fucking track. <laughs> yeah. The um, I passed out at uh, Rompoy. How do you say Rompoy again? The fucking uh, it, it's uh, a roundabout. A roundabout. A roundabout. Yeah. And I passed out at the red light, bro. 
And I wake up and it's like different cars around me. Like, I don't know how long I was like asleep for. I passed out. And what happened after? I just drove. Nobody said anything. How, how long did you think you're out for? I think I was probably out for like maybe two minutes. Yeah, minutes. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if yeah. not, it would have attracted attention. Like yeah, somebody yeah, would have yeah. called a cop or something and said this guy. But I don't know why I didn't look KO. at the time. Honestly, I was really tripping. I was tripping heavy. Uh, uh, driving on ketamine is probably one of the most dangerous things you could ever do in your life. You yeah, know? please Yo, don't try god. this at home. Yeah, thank god you it's weren't on. Absolutely the super dangerous. I was yeah, uh, driving with the guy who was high on ketamine too, and I was like, and we had to stop because he was like, "Yo, dude, this is." crazy right now it's crazy so it's, a, it's, a, it's a, uh, ketamine is probably the drug that it, first of all describing effects of drugs is always like on the you nose you can't really bizarre. put the words it, with shrooms it's extremely experience. difficult to explain you know yeah. ketamine even more so yeah like it's uh it's weird bizarre you know yeah. okay wait, Somebody, wait, wait i just want my little little question what was the plan? Like, you took the ketamine and got was, in the car. Where uh, were you going? What was I the was, direction? Uh, I was uh, probably going White to Castle? see somebody to, like, uh, sell some type of something. Okay, so that was, like, the hustle back then. That was the hustle back like, then. like, I'm going to take ketamine and go do the regular... Chops. Yeah. I'm and uh, <laughs> clearly, I was out of my fucking mind. Because, yo, that shit's super dangerous. But, um, so yeah, weird. ketamine also has, like, very, like, uh, some, some, some research suggests that uh, it could help for... Uh, addiction problems. Yeah. Sometimes that's life. You just got to be reminded. Yeah. We out here, baby. The pool boy in the space, man. Hey, this the shit they can't stand. I be on the gray land, everything is in between, live a dream, motherfuckers split the seams, get it how you wanna, homie pull up and I just go smoke some marijuana, hotter than a sauna, we swimming with piranhas, got a lot of sharks around me, they wanna crown me, I just spark that shit, keep it cleaner than some downy, I don't wear no crown B, uh, I ain't on no plan B, I don't need no Grammy, I don't need no Juno, I'm doing judo up on Pluto, we just trying to kick it for a minute, uh, yeah, it ain't my new though. This is some giant shit. Stepping on the land slowly. Uh, your mans know me. I play like Ginobili or maybe Kobe. I'm not 24, I'm 25. Plenty vibes to distribute to you. And I got it going on. Get them chicks in the mood. And I wanna come and dig it like it's deeper than a hole. And I got them coming out and losing all of their control. Hey, fuck what you stole, fuck what you heard. This is what it is. Uh, running with the herd, but we ain't no kids. Uh, kicking incredibly dope shit. Motherfuckers don't wanna see you come through and bring that potent swimming in this ocean every minute i put in was pure devotion uh say no extortion and we bring it out of the orbit a different proportion it's bigger than you expected uh, expand your scope these motherfuckers ain't dope i gotta uh pass my homies the rope on tiptoeing in these motherfucking cold feet motherfuckers don't know me i got it though and an old freak who want to come through and kick that shit for me uh tapping in the frequencies in the building like b and e's i'm blowing up like tnt every time they see the g uh they want to praise them i got all the flavors watch your behavior i ain't your neighbor fuck it we gonna kill it uh we gonna put them all on the skillet they better feel it in the veil in the illest uh spitting like they need to go and put me in the ambulance motherfuckers can't just dance they can't even handle this trance uh, I advance, take these small steps towards a larger picture Motherfuckers can't see me Pull up and I'm smoking swishers Yeah, I got the backwoods on me in the fanny Motherfuckers don't wanna see me go get it But this is for my Grammy who's deceased These suckers get creased I'm a dog, I'm a beast Got that blue dream Paying new schemes like Picasso Yeah, I got flows These motherfuckers not hot though This is a volcano
volcanic eruption, I got a knife Don't you make me take your life, nah, this is just a plastic one You motherfuckers all purchased, I bring in on my purpose Every time I come through, we take and change out they purses What, I got some five gum? Where'd you get this vibe from? Every time I kill it, they like, when you gon' be done? I never know, I rise and see the sun Need some fun guys and rerun the old episodes of Fresh Prince Shit, I've been the best since I was writing down all of my questions on this quest And I'm about to give them my pen, my pencil, my head full And I'm spilling the vibe, I came through, gotta kill it This is still what I do, it's live, it's real uh, Tell me this ain't a freestyle, he wild What, I got some filters, you filter fish up in my shit Cause I'm a little Jewish, this is how I do this You are not the truest, she said let's be friends Got tickets from the STM, could use it as a cutter filter uh, uh, Still the man, Wendy's coupons, what are you on? Shorty pulled up, acting colder than the Yukon uh, Motherfuckers know I got a new John, got a new track Me and Pooh Boy in the back, we be swimming like it's a lake Motherfuckers act so fake, I be eating my souffle I be eating creme brulee with your girl at the restaurant What the heck you want? Check the menu We be dominating all the venues, I do not pretend to Only bring an example, motherfuckers still get trampled They can't handle shit like bicycles and icicles in April Shit is melting, I felt things I never said Fuck it though, let's get this bread Not get into details about females in my Gmails And she trying to Come through, selling pussy like it's retail Uh, nah, I don't ever pay for that Flame it back, motherfuckers know that We don't play, we rap, pull up to the show And we just spark it, shout out to my homies That's Marcus, we bring it down to the darkest Pits and came through, lit off The shits, uh, cop a zip Fuck the politics, I'm on some shit Switch the beat up, I got my feet up On the field, how does this feel? It's like a cleat, I keep it real, uh Y'all get deleted and ghosted, motherfuckers know We don't turn them to toast, let's get this shit And say cheers for all the years we cried tears, huh? Now I'm elevating on all my hating ass peers, huh? Now I told my teachers that thought that I would be lazy, they could suck up on my dick. SMD, that's me, baby, uh. Space Mandela, forever keep Rihanna under my umbrella. I gotta come and tell them. Jeez, yeesh. That was sick. <laughs> That's that what I'm wild. talking that about. Fucking exclusive. Pool Boy Show exclusive. Pool Boy Show, ladies and gentlemen. It's deep. That was sick. That was Space really Mandela, good. man, go check his shit out. We do. Damn. That was insane, guys. Nobody teaches you to come down. Streaming everywhere. Let's go. Yo, give us, uh, give check us. Check out your, his album. Uh, check him out. Uh, check him out on Spotify. Your, what else? Where, where can they find your your work? Spotify. www.spacemandela.com. Oh, man's Apple got a Music, Deezer, all that shit. Uh, we everywhere except not really on SoundCloud. Socials? Yeah, yo, SoundCloud is for is for the is for the losers now, bro. <laughs> Yeah, socials, socials yeah, Space Mandela everywhere. Sick. That was, yeah. a, that was a good ending. That was a beautiful freestyle. Thank you so much for being here with us, man. It's a fucking sick. pleasure. You guys have always been the best, man. Thank you for your support. If you want to support the Pool Boy Show, hit our Patreon. Um, uh, go subscribe on TikTok. Go subscribe on YouTube. On YouTube. Um, much love. Again, Space, it was a fucking pleasure. We got into that deep shit. It was, that was always a deep pleasure. shit, yes. yeah. And um, if you guys have anybody you think would be awesome as a guest on the Pool Boy Show, man, just hit us up on the comments. And God bless, man. Everybody stay safe, man. Have a good uh, fucking festival season. Keep Jesus in your heart. Absolutely. Peace. Peace.